Yo, what's up? You're listening to First Giving Honor to God. I'm Whitney, your host, lover of God, creative, and somebody who never thought they would start a podcast. But here we are, and I'm going to take the time to share the lessons I've learned over the last decade as God has tried to steer me right back here to my creative calling. But I won't be alone. I'm tagging in some friends, colleagues, and folks I've just been rooting for to share the story of faith behind their brands and careers, all to help you bring your own vision to life and honor God through your work. So if God is giving you a vision that's big, nah, huge, this podcast is for you. All of my life, I've wanted to be tall. And I don't mean like a little tall. I wanted to be over six feet. I felt six feet in my heart. Unfortunately, I'm 5'2", and I don't think that's going to change ever. But I have a cousin who's about 6'9", and a really good friend who is about 6'8". And I would always talk to them about their height and tell them how much I really wish I was tall too. But they would tell me that I really didn't want these problems. The world wasn't made for them. They were always ducking and clothes were really hard to find. They also told me that when they were growing, they had incredible growing pains, which I didn't even know was a thing because when you grow to be 5'2", you don't really have that many growing pains. But they said they would wake up in the middle of the night in excruciating pain from their joints hurting at the rapid growth they were experiencing. I started thinking about them this week because I've been in a period of really rapid growth internally, and it hasn't been very comfortable. And a lot of times it has felt like I was losing so much in order to do this growing. So today I want to talk about when growth doesn't really feel like you're winning. In fact, it feels like you're taking a nail. So Let's jump in to episode six of season two of First Giving Honor to God, Growing Pains. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to episode six. We have made it to the penultimate episode of First Giving Honor to God, season two, which means that we are almost at the very last episode of the season. I feel like it has gone by very fast for me. Um, but it's been a really good season and I can't wait for you all to hear about all of the things we're going to do in between, um, this season and season three. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, but thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you so much for responding and sharing this and letting me know, um, the things that really resonate with you. I really love hearing your stories and hearing about what's going on with you and how you too, like you can relate to the things that I'm saying. So thank y'all so, so much. I do not take it lightly again, that we, um, have this space and this opportunity to connect and to hear from God and, um, to really share where we are. And thank y'all for loving on my guests. They have been incredible. Shout out to Siobhan and Jennifer. And we were supposed to have a third guest for the season, but she had a baby. And so she wasn't able to join us for this season, but she will join us for season three. So today you're stuck with me and not um, my amazing guest. But 
it's going to be a good time. Now, granted, we are talking about growing pains. And so you may feel like, no, it's not going to be a good time. But <laughs> I promise you that it is. Now, how did we land on the subject of growing pains? Great question. Great question. Glad you asked. I know you didn't ask. Um, <laughs> but we got here because, well, one, I feel like the season has gone in a direction that the Lord wanted it to go and not really what I envisioned, not in a bad way at all. Um, it's been exactly what I think I needed and what, what you all needed. But I came into this thinking we were going to talk about building in the sense that we were going to boss up, level up, all the stuff we were going to do. But it really turned into more of a season about the things that you need to release and the things that you need to uh, realize in order to build the thing that God has placed into your heart. And so it's been really good. I feel like it's like the rev up to us all kind of walking this thing out together. So that's like first how we got here. But very practically, I was scrolling on social media and I feel like a lot of the podcast episodes kind of come to be as I'm scrolling on social because I like to kind of get the pulse of what people are thinking and the social conscious of what's kind of going on in the moment. And so that's why I think a lot of the episodes are born out of my time on social and like interacting with people that I talk to um, on a daily or a weekly basis. So I'm scrolling and um, one of my favorite influencers, she's basically saying, I'm having the best time um, in my business. It's growing more than it ever has. I'm growing as a person, but it all feels very behind the scenes. And I don't necessarily feel like I'm winning right now. Um, there's not a lot of external success happening, but I know there's growth. And that really, really resonated with me because Oh my goodness, I feel like that's where I've been for the last few years. I wrote in my journal um, last year that I knew I was becoming a better person, but that I hadn't had a win in a really long time. And I was like, Lord, I just need one win, one little small win, you know, like the hot sign is on at Krispy Kreme when I roll through, or I don't know, when I pull into the parking lot at work my space is open, you know, like the space I like to park in. I don't have a space per se, but that they know that's my space and it's, somebody's always in it. But I digress. I just needed a small win, something really small. <laughs> and um, I think a lot of times we know we're like doing the work, we're doing the internal work and we're growing, but we also kind of just want a little, you know, a little nudge that lets us know you're on the right track and you're doing okay. But that doesn't often happen. And, and sometimes if it does, it doesn't even feel like a win. It doesn't feel like the win matches the amount of work that you've done. So it got me to thinking about um, why are we so um, achievement oriented? And if you joined me for Between the Pie last week, I talked a bit about myself and my um, goal orientedness, um, how I kind of have lived my life very much achievement based. And I think for me, it started with school. I um, went to preschool very early, about three. A lot of people, um, especially in America, go to preschool. And then we're very quickly socially conditioned to the way that school works. You do some work and then you're given an external indicator of the worth of that work in the form of letter grades. So if you do really good work, you get an A. 
If you do mediocre work, you might get a C. And if you do really bad work, you get an F. And we progress this way all the way through secondary school. And if you go to college and graduate school, you just keep it going. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a higher educator. I believe in education. I'm not anti-education. But what I am saying is there is a social conditioning that's happening to us where we are learning that our work has worth um, that's external, something that can be seen. There are awards. There are performance reviews at work. And so very often, very seldom do you do a lot of work in school that's excellent and nobody says nothing. It's, it just rarely happens. And so we begin to chase this high of achievement and we equate my growth and my up leveling of my skills um, with external success. It's just how we're socially conditioned. But when the word talks about not being conformed to the patterns of this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind, we have to acknowledge the social patterns of the world that we think are good too. Like some of those things we have to let go. School is good inherently. Education is good, but you can't take that mentality into your spiritual walk because um, the kingdom of God doesn't really work that way. Um, there's not an A attached to you um, learning to forgive all the time. Sometimes that doesn't feel um, awesome. Sometimes the other person doesn't even like warrant the for- forgiveness. And so I think we have to change our mind around growth and winning being like partners in this thing. They may not match up when you do the work and when you grow. So for me, um, this has been difficult, especially in this year where God has asked me not to set any goals for the year. Um, I've really had to kind of confront myself on um, my achievement-based mentality, and I've had to confront myself when it comes to what what have been the real indicators that I'm growing. And so I want to share with you three things that have let me know I'm growing that haven't necessarily felt like I was winning per se. So the first thing for me um, has been that my like nature is changing. What I mean by that, I don't, I don't mean this on like a super deep level, but kind of. When I say my nature, l- let me tell you what my nature has been. Growing up when I was a, a little girl, my nature has always been that I'm going to speak up, I'm going to say what I got to say, and sometimes I'm going to pop off. It's just it's who I've been. I'm being real. From a very young age, if I didn't like the way you were talking to me, I was going to let you know. If I feel like you were rude, I was going to let you know. I was like, we're not doing that. And I was like a neck rolling little girl. I was there. I told y'all a couple of episodes ago, your girl was sassy. And that's a mild word for what I was. <laughs> and so that's who I've been. I don't like people talking to me any kind of way. Um, I don't, I'm not playing that. Like, don't play with me. Don't do that. That has been my nature for a very, very long time. I also really like to be right. Like, I'm going to be real with y'all. I like to be right to the point that I don't just like to be right I like to tell you that I told you so in my rightness you thought I didn't know what I was talking about 
but I did. I told you so. And like, that's my nature. I mean, I've always been like that. But over the last few years, I've noticed those parts of me are starting to change. And these are things that I did not think were changeable. I just thought this was how it was going to be. You know, there will be seasons where I would be like, okay, I'm going to stop popping off. And then I would find myself popping off. And so I, would, I had just leaned into this is who I am. But I wasn't really doing like real internal work on myself. And so as I began to do like the real growing, the real spiritual maturing, I've noticed like, I don't, that's not me. Like, I, it's really just not me anymore. There have been so many instances, especially at work, where I probably um, previously would have gone off on somebody and I just let it slide or I'm like, oh, no, nah. like, I, I, I understand what's happening. Like my discernment in that area is is so much deeper than what it was of me trying to just pop off on somebody. And um, very funny this week there was an opportunity for me to like, I told you so somebody. And when I tell y'all my response was just foreign to me, I said, who is this girl? So something happens at work that a few months ago when the decision was made, I, I kind of knew this was a bad idea, but I didn't say anything. And um, this week it just really kind of blew up where it was, it was clearly a bad idea. And for a split second, I wanted to be like, I told y'all. I told y'all I was going to be like that, but I did it. I, you know, I let the moment happen. Everybody's freaking out. And I was just, you know, very quiet. And then y'all I did something that I never would have expected me to do. On the sneak tip, I go to the person who kind of, you know, had made the mistake. And I said, hey, how can I help you? I don't need any, you know, recognition. I just want to make sure you're good. Like I want to, um, I want to help if I can help you. And me and this person over the last few months have kind of built a relationship where I understand why they needed to have this opportunity on a spiritual level. Um, and this moment has given me an opportunity to talk to them about other things and really kind of have deeper conversations. And so I know I'm growing because my responses are just changing. That That's not me. That's not who I've been historically. And I remember walking away from that moment and being so stunned, like, dang, I really am. I'm growing. But let me be very clear. That didn't feel like winning to me. Truthfully, I, I would have liked to say I told you so. I would have liked to have jumped in, did all the work and said, see, that's why you should have picked me to do it in the first place. Instead, I asked that person how I could help them. No strings attached. Like, I just want to help you. I want you to be good as a person. And I want what you do to be successful. Y'all, that's not me. My my very nature is changing. And it is the biggest area of growth in my life. But sometimes it doesn't, I don't get anything from it other people benefit from it more than me and I'm just sometimes not happy about that but I am also very proud that my heart is becoming more like Christ that I'm loving my neighbor as myself I feel like I get that now like how to love my neighbor I don't have it down it's not a science but 
I do now value it. Whereas I used to value being right. I used to value popping off. I now value having empathy. I now value having compassion. I now value um, allowing people to learn on their own time and being a support to people as they grow and learn things. So shout out to the Lord for doing real, real work in my life. Now, the second way that I know that I've been growing, but it hasn't felt like winning, it has actually been very painful. Um, That is that my mindset around my circle of people um, is growing and expanding. Let me tell you what I mean. I used to be very much of the school of Drake, and I believed in no new friends. That was me. I don't I was like I don't need new people. I like the people that I have. They are enough. I don't want to go network. I don't want to meet people. I don't. I like my people. I like my folks. They know me. I don't have to explain myself. They already know me. That was me. And so I didn't see the value in expanding my circle. And I definitely did not see the value in possibly shrinking my circle. Um, I talked a bit, I think, last season about, like, I've had some pain around friendships and struggled um, in friendships a bit in my life. And so as an adult, when I kind of established my, like, group, I, you know, I've always wanted to hold on tight and I didn't want those relationships to change. Um, But over the last, you know, two years or so, God has brought so many new people into my life. And so he's been rearranging, shrinking, expanding my my friend circles and giving me new circles to operate in. And that is that has been a huge proponent of my growth. And that in and of itself has been growth, but it does not always feel like winning for me. Um, And the reason that it doesn't always feel like winning is because I have lost some really important friendships and relationships in my life that I didn't think I could live without. And I've had to grieve that. That's been very painful. But also I've had to be vulnerable with new people. And I do not. I told y'all, no new friends. That was me. So I really, really struggled with why God was sending new people into my life and not just people who were surface level friends but these friendships and relationships got really deep really fast and I had to share my heart and I had to open up I had to be honest about the parts of me that weren't so lovely I had to tell them you know when God told me to do something and I was just refusing to do it and I had to hold myself accountable to these very new people but I know that this is growth for me. I cannot do the work that God has called me to without having a strong, solid foundation of community. I did an episode last season called You Need Community. Community has been a game changer for me. But if I didn't allow myself to grow in my capacity to love new people, to open up to new people, I wouldn't have been able to grow as much as I have. But believe me, it hasn't always felt like I was winning. Sometimes I felt like I was torn between groups. Sometimes I felt like, oh, no, I'm I'm sacrificing this relationship I've had for a long time for somebody new. And 
if you know anything about like street etiquette, length of time known trumps everything. But again, in this kind of kingdom mentality, that's not always true. So I've had to really grow in this area. And it's been a very clear indicator for me that I'm growing because I've opened my heart up to so many new people. And they have honestly been the best part of my life for the last few years. And I'm so grateful for them. But it doesn't always feel like I'm winning. It feels like God is taking stuff away from me, replacing stuff. And that's hard. And there are serious like pains that come along with it. But I know that I'm growing and I know I need this growth um, more than I need to cling to what's familiar. Now, the last thing for me that has been a very, very clear indicator that I'm growing, and this is the area where I am, um, I'm struggling the most, but a very clear indicator is that when the Lord speaks to me and tells me to wait or to leap or both, that my response time is quicker. So let me tell you what I mean. Um, sometimes God will tell you to wait on something and um, you don't want to do it or he'll tell you to leap. And you also don't want to do that. And you'll move in your own way. Like you do whatever you want to do. That's the comfortable thing. That's when you still got some growth to do. And I definitely still have some growth um, to do in this area. But last summer, when I was able to walk away from um, that position that I talked about on episode one, that was a very clear indicator for me that I was growing. God told me to to wait and leap at the same time. I want you to, to leap and leave this job that is um, in people's eyes, this amazing thing and that may possibly cause a rift between you and a lot of people by you leaving. But I also want you to wait and not go like try to get a comparable job. I just want you to take a job that I'm telling you to take for right now. And that was hard for me and I did it. That was the clearest indicator for me that I was growing, but be very clear that didn't feel like a win. I lost a lot in that season and I had to readjust my life in a lot of ways. I had, I've had to move very differently as a result of that decision. And sometimes I ask God, did we do the right thing? Like, I know I'm a better person as a result. I know my response time to obeying what you said was what this was really about. Like when I ask you to do something, will you do it? But it, but I'm like, Lord, we not, this is not winning. I'm not winning. I'm, I'm, I'm losing like very clearly I'm losing, but I trust his plan and I trust what he told me to do. And I know what he spoke to me. And I think if you ever find yourself in a situation where God is telling you to wait or leap or both, and you respond with a yes, even though you don't understand that's a clear indicator that you're growing. Even when um, your response by saying yes might make your circumstances worse for the moment. Understand that that is, you are growing. This is spiritual maturity. This is you growing up uh, in your faith. And it 
and it doesn't it's like the upside down world like it's not you um wait or leap and you're gonna get an a sometimes you wait or leap and you get an f and you're like lord what i i did this and like i'm suffering what is this but you have to trust the process i know people say that and that is one of the most frustrating phrases in the world to me when people used to say that i want i just want to box like that's stupid i don't like it but i i promise you there is a process there is a plan in place and you have to trust that when he tells you to wait or leap or both just do it just say yes i i i've been hearing in my spirit so much that we have to stop worrying about if we understand the instruction and we just have to obey it. He will give clarity as you go along. He will make it make sense. And if it don't make sense, it's okay. You have to do it. And there are some parts of, of my life right now um, where I'm speaking to myself because God has given me a word to do something and I haven't done it because I don't understand it because I don't want people to think I'm crazy. But I have to take my own advice and wait, leap or both when he says it. My response time has to get better because just because it doesn't feel like it's going to be a win doesn't mean that it's not growth. And so I really just wanted to hop on here today and encourage you to know that the work you're doing, it does matter. Even if... um. There is no indicator. There is no win. The growth is the win. You becoming more like Christ is the win. Your heart softening, your response time improving, your circle expanding is the win. You don't need the other things to prove that God is who he says he is. You don't need um, external validation or material things or a promotion to, to let the world know that you're a better person. When people spend time with you, they're going to know you're different. There are people who've said to me, like, yeah, just like I'm talking to a different person. I had a friend um, who I hadn't talked to in a really long time kind of come back into my life a few months ago. And um, he said to me, yeah, I feel like I don't even know you anymore. And I was like, you don't. I'm so different. <laughs> but it's true. I God has done such a work on my heart. And I promise that there are going to be places that you go back to where you were known one way. And um because you've allowed God to do the work and even though it's been a behind the scenes thing people are gonna know they're gonna know you're different they're gonna know um that something's different and that's when you get an opportunity to share with them let me tell you why I'm different it's not just because I you know followed a five-point plan but God did a work on my heart um he transformed me he renewed my mind he taught me how to forgive he um took the the blinders off my eyes where I was um walking in pride where I needed to always be right and you get to tell people about his goodness and in telling them about his goodness people are going to be like oh I want that I want to be different I want people to know um that there's something different about me and and know that it couldn't have possibly been me who did it so 
it all comes back to um, his glory and him getting the glory. And that's why he wants you to do the work, because there are people we need to reach. There are people who need encouragement and need the love that we can give and the patience and the kindness that we can give. Um, but we can't get hung up in needing to see um, the W every single time that we grow and that we um, expand. Be patient. Um, in due time, you will reap a harvest. The work be so right. <laughs> um, thank y'all for um, spending this little bit of time with me. It's always really, really good just to chat and share my heart. All right, y'all. Peace. That's our show. Thanks for stopping through for First Giving Honor to God. This episode was produced by Whitney Hall. Our editor is Brandon Hall. And our music is by Vodavaz Productions. Can't get enough of us? Follow us on socials at Honor to God Pod and visit our website, honortogod.com, where you can grab the show notes and grab some really dope merch. Also, head over to iTunes and subscribe to our show. You do not want to miss an episode. And while you're there, if you love us, leave a rating so we can continue to bring you dope episodes. Again, thanks for listening. We'll talk in two weeks.